KWRC TV, and that is a special guest host, Melissa Taylor. How are you? Very good, very good. So happy to be here. Thank you, Jen, for not being able to be here. This is so <laughs> cool. If I could do everything Jen does when she can't do it, that would be fun. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Well, we got to get right into this because we have a, an awesome guest with us today. And I want to yeah. make sure that we get into everything that he's doing. Trust me, if you think he's not volunteering enough, I, I urge you to like stand and applaud because this man is unbelievable. He's volunteering everywhere and providing great insight. So let's roll the intro and then we'll bring on our special guest. Excellent. So yes, we are here with another episode and we do have a very, 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 very special guest with us today. And, um, you know, I'm going to bring him on screen right now. Wasim Jarrah is with us, top producer at Keller Williams Realty Centers. And I'll give you like the very high level view or intro for Wasim, but then I'm going to throw it over to you, Wasim. So I'm, I got to meet Wasim maybe six-ish years ago. We'll go with that. We're, we're going to go with that, Wasim. And sure. and um, I, I think at the time you were not with KW and you were just making their transition over. But over the last number of years, I've seen a guy, be, you know, elevate his real estate career while elevating what's most important to him, and that's things outside of his career like volunteering on different committees. I, I don't know many, many people that offer more to the community as, as a service and, and just, you know, from the love of his own heart and seeing the need in our community than, the, than Wasim. Wasim, my friend, it's a pleasure. Actually, it's a pleasure to call you a friend and, and to be a colleague. Welcome to the show. No, thank you yes. very much for, for... <laughs> Very no, good. It's fun. <laughs> Fantastic. So Wasim, so for those of us, that don't know or those the those out there that don't know everything that you do you kind of gave me a quick rundown of all the different committees that you sit on and and so forth before we get into all that who who sure. is Wasim Jera so uh Wasim is uh is a father of uh a few days ago I was saying two and then they reminded me that I had a newborn as well so I'm a father of three um you know a loving husband um, and I call myself a, uh, a community uh, servant, uh, right? Uh, um, I love giving back. Uh, you know, I, I love, uh, you know, giving back in the communities uh, that, that I live in, uh, you know, whether it's a new market or, uh, or Aurora. Um, you know, I've been in real estate for uh, going on to my 14th uh, year right now and enjoying every single second of it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So let's talk about the different committees on which you serve and uh, what what that is involved there because there there's a lot yeah. that you do and and some that are inc well they're all incredibly important but some that are really 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 important to us as realtors but more importantly uh just you know to society in itself so talk to us a little bit yeah. about the different com uh, committees that you sit on and then you know don't worry melissa i'll let you ask a couple of questions don't worry <laughs> sure. i'm dying to yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> good, good. Um, so, uh, so with the uh, with the support of many of uh, my colleagues, I was able to uh, get on as uh, uh, director with the Toronto Real, uh, Regional Real Estate Board uh, in the last uh, term, and uh, and I am running right now for for the next term, and that's something you know we can uh, we can also discuss. Um, but my volunteering with uh, TREP started in about 2015 uh, when I uh, joined the Government Relations uh, Committee. People that know me know that I'm very interested in uh, in politics uh, and policy. So I was able to get on the Government Relations Committee and I've sat on that committee since 2015. Um, in 2015, I also sat on the Professional Standards and Arbitration Committee and it was a two year term. Um, and then I went, uh, you know, from there to sit on, uh, right now I uh, co-chair the MLS Technology Committee. I chair the Consumer Relations uh, Committee. Uh, I sit as a member with the uh, Diversity and Inclusion uh, Task Force, which is a very important, um, you know, committee that I'm happy that Treb uh, struck that uh, committee to uh, basically uh, represent, uh, you know, all 60,000 members, uh, you know, uh, that, that are that are part of, uh, you know, Treb, um, and uh, to try to create a, a framework where everyone's uh, voice is heard and everyone is uh, feels, uh, you know, equal, and just to make it all very equitable. Um, and I also I've sat on uh, Ontario Real Estate Association Government Relations Committee, and I currently co-chair the Ontario Realtor Party uh, uh, Committee as well. So, I, Melissa, I said to I said to Wasim, I just wish you were more passionate about about our industry. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wasim, you are the entire ALC on a provincial scale, all in one person. That's what you I, represent. I, I, I would I would say that you know I'm I'm one person uh, I'm one person trying to give back as much as I can and uh, and I appreciate everything that you know everyone is doing uh, you know on the ALC and and out there you know I'm I'm one voice uh, you know on these committees but because I have so much passion for for driving the industry forward and and seeing that there's opportunities to constantly improve. Uh, I keep uh, I keep on I guess shoving myself uh, you know through through those little cracks uh, to be a part of the the team. It must be very fulfilling too. Like, don't you get fulfilled both in all of the leadership that you're doing in the community and in the industry? I mean, it is fulfilling to be able to you know give of yourself that much. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, you know, it, it is fulfilling. It is also sometimes uh, you know frustrating depending on what it is that you know we're working on, but. Um, you know, a lot of policies that, you know, affect, uh, you know, consumers and uh, and realtors uh, alike, um, you know, when we get to that, when we get to that uh, line, we cross that line and, and we get the, the uh, um, uh, you know, the decision in our favor or the policy in our favor, like, for example, PREC is a file that I that I worked on. Uh, the luxury tax in Toronto, we stopped that, uh, you know, stopping the MLTT to spread to York region was also something else. And we can keep on going and on and on and on uh, with, uh, you know, the affordable housing subcommittee that I sat on and the recommendations that we made to the city of Toronto and York region in terms of what they can do to increase, uh, you know, affordable housing. Um, th those are all in self. I mean, they are very, uh, you know, rewarding and very fulfilling. But nothing, nothing to me is more fulfilling than uh, you know giving back to the local community and and working and volunteering in the local community. All that stuff is you know uh, policy and uh, and politics and and whatnot. But but this stuff over here is 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 also what affects you know uh, people at so many different levels at so many different income uh, income levels as well. I I'd love to get more into that. However, I want to just stay on the on the Treb side of things for just a moment, if we can, because I you mentioned a couple of things that like PREC and, and some of the other land transfer taxes and so forth. For those of us that, you know, 
aren't aren't following the different trends or different things that's happening. You know, we just assume other people are handling them, right? And that's sometimes a bad a bad position to be in because we assume Wasim and the team is handling things like that. But this is so important to our industry, uh, not not only for ourselves as realtors, but for for all of the GTA, all of Toronto Real Estate Board that it encompasses. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, how how the committee and the different committees that you sat on over the years have, you know, brought prep forward and had, you know, supported and saw that through the finish line and some of those other things. Cause I don't think many realtors really grasp the fact with seem on if there's not people like you leading that charge and, and being on that team, it just doesn't get done. Right. So, so here's uh, here's something that will blow your mind. So, so prec was something that happened over uh, over a decade, right? Yeah. It, that's that's what it takes. And the problem with uh, any type of policy like that is that it depends on the governing uh, governing party and uh, and who's the who's the minister uh, and how much does the minister really understand and the staff really understand what it is that you want to do. And what happens is that when you have a change of government or change of minister, then you have to start all over again and all over again and all over again, right? Um, you know, so uh, you know, we definitely have uh, you know a, a great team at the, at Aria as well. Uh, you know, their government relations committee is extremely strong. Uh, you know, uh, with Matthew and uh, and Jason and Mike and you know Tim Hudak at the realm of uh, of that association. On uh, Treb's side, you have uh, obviously John D and uh, Vaughn. Uh, and and Morrow and the team over there that are also pushing you know very hard. Um, so the, these policies they take time, <clears throat> they take time, and, and some some of the policies that you know uh, you know we, we didn't understand, like we didn't understand why even a, a party would come up with it is the something called uh, her and D, right? So it was a home energy uh, home energy rating and disclosure, and what that was is that you you want to you want to list a property, you have to go and get a home energy audit for it ahead of time. And then you have to put the score of what that home energy audit was right on the listing, right? And we're like, wow, that's crazy. Like that, that really affects uh, that really affects a lot of the homeowners negatively, right? Especially if they don't have, uh, you know, a home that's uh, that's energy efficient. So, you know what? Th there are some files that you look at and you say, okay, well, you know, the government has, uh, you know, the government has, uh, you know, it makes sense, uh, you know, in terms of what what they want to do. Um, and, you know, even with the REBA, right, like the, the new REBA, you know, that's also something that we worked on for, for many years. I mean, the last uh, REBA that we have is from 2002. Um, and we noticed that, you know, from even before 2002, when REBA came in, you know, professionalism was taking a bit of a slide, right? So what we wanted to do is that we wanted to enhance the, the realtor image and we wanted to provide the tools, uh, you know, to, to realtors, uh, to brokerages, but also to, uh, to um, regulators. Uh, to make sure that they hold us to a higher standard as well. I like it. Like, pe like as I said, yeah. Melissa, people just don't think about that side of the business, right? They're focused on what they need to do. And that's, that's, you know, that's fine. But without, you know, people like Wazim and, and others spending their time, investing their time to make sure yeah. that we are raising the bar as an industry. And, and, and I think to sum it all up, not to paraphrase it, Wasim, but that's exactly what you said, right? To raise that bar and to make sure we're, we're, we're providing that such a high level service uh, to the industry uh, is incredibly important, right? Absolutely. I'm really, I'm really curious, Wasim. I, I spent uh, one one session on arbitration and that was super interesting but uh and everyone should do it but what if someone is out there and they're they're wanting to get involved at this level how did they go about doing that so so trip's uh, been doing a great job in terms of uh, sending out the uh, emails and putting out information encouraging people to 
you know, volunteer on committees. The applications are open right now for, for different committees as well. So uh, once you log on, uh, you know, Trevor will constantly remind you that, uh, you know, applications are, are open and it's honestly very simple. Like it's already pre-populated. Uh, you know, from from you know volunteering on arbitration, it's it's fairly simple. Click a few buttons, and and then the names go to uh, the names go back to Treb and the chair of that committee, and then they find you know who has the experience. They they like to have you know more of a uh, committee that complements each other. They don't want everyone to be you know from you know for example in politics, uh, government relations, they don't want everyone to be from one political party as opposed to uh you know another so th there's certain stuff that they do but in terms of applying for it it's it's fairly simple uh you know i encourage you to apply because i learned a lot you know from being on that committee uh you know whether it's government relations it got me a lot more interested in, in volunteering with so many uh, different other uh groups as well um you know both and and the and the connections that you make i think that that's that's very important that people sometimes uh, you know don't uh uh, or forget about you know the connections that you make with other realtors uh, in those committees or you know in, in my case in government relations the you know with the uh, chiefs of staff with uh with uh, ministers with mps and mpps um it's it's uh, it's actually remarkable it really is you i i searched our facebook group to get uh i was looking for a realtor and it was in north bay and and i saw an old post from you so i called him and i use him now and i said yeah. oh wasim told me even though it was like a long time ago and he was with yeah. you in uh yeah. in the committees so it's amazing Great. those connections work all the way through yeah. amazing i thank you for everything you do because i know the deep well that it is that you're uh, working in so i appreciate it you know i i love it i love it and uh you know yesterday i was talking to someone and they said uh, you know how do you find actually this morning i was on, i was on a call with uh, uh another office uh you know they were promoting uh, my candidacy for uh, board of directors um and they uh, and she said she was like you know how do you find time to sell real estate and i said you know when you have passion for something Honestly, like you find the time, right? It it doesn't take up a lot. It it does take up time. It just doesn't take up all of your time. So busy yeah. people get things done. I would love to see your time blocking schedule because now I'm feeling so guilty for you know sitting on the couch going, oh, I just couldn't do another thing. Yeah. <laughs> funny, funny. Okay, well, see, before we wrap things up here with you, I'd love for you to just share with us, you know, some of the community initiatives that you've done over the last uh, couple of years. And, and we don't, you know, we don't provide this forum to allow people uh, to, you know, pat themselves on the back. And, and we'll see, we'll see, we'll be the first to tell you, I can tell you that that is never the case. It's really to uh, provide awareness and, and to inspire others with seem, isn't it? And that's part, that's part of the, you know, the, the why we do the things that we do, but I love to, I love for you to share with us some of the different initiatives in the community that you've done over the last couple of years. So, um, Basically, nobody really knocks, uh, you know, my door or sends an email and uh, and I turn them down. Right. Um, um, I, I believe that, you know, like all the all the um, issues that are that are out there and the causes are, are important. Uh, you know, some might be more important to the individual than than myself, depending on how, you know, I'm looking at the, at the, you know, the, the different topics that are out there. But two of the ones that, you know, are, are my favorite is uh, or uh, actually three uh, dealing with the children with disabilities um, the homeless shelter and the food bank um, and uh, what I try to do is that I try to give back as much as possible um, you know I just launched something right now where we, we gave out you know some uh, some money to uh, 
um, blue door into the new market food pantry to mark the beginning of Ramadan, right? And I, I feel it's very important as part of the uh, as part of the diversity and inclusion uh, for people to uh, look at Muslims, uh, you know, the same. Uh, my son went through an episode where uh, 13 years old on a school bus, he was called a terrorist, right, by another white kid. And uh, and I, I actually went to the parents and I invited them over to come to our house and uh, and see how we live and welcoming them, um, you know, unfortunately they didn't come. But what I looked around uh, here, I say, you know, I want my kids to live in a, in a society that is, uh, that is free from discrimination. We have to do our part to, to be tolerant to, to others uh, as well as others uh, to us. Um, you know, Blue Door is, is an organization that they have uh, Michael Braithwaite at the, at the helm of it, and he's got an amazing team. So uh, I know that all funds that go to Blue Door yeah, go to an incredible, uh, incredible cause. Um, and I as well, you know, I help, uh, you know, many other organizations, whether it's, uh, you know, Alzheimer's Society, uh, you know, Chats, um, and, and honestly, a bunch of others uh, that I, I, I really don't like to talk about all of them. But, you know, you're right. I mean, speaking about these, I always say that realtors, uh, need to give back more than what we do right now. And and you're right. Sometimes we get from a business to, from business side of things is that we get so uh, busy being busy that we forget the purpose you know, of, of what we need to do as humans. And everything that I have learned, I've learned through my grandfather who instilled in us to give back even when you don't have. I, I grew up um you know like very poor and and i and i remember that and I'll, I'll always remind myself right that i need to be able to give back wherever i can because there's always someone that needs something and if i'm able to do it and i don't shame on me that's a great message Rasim. yeah that sentiment yeah yeah, that should be uh, your whole aura because you really do present that opportunity to everybody else. And it is something that people want to follow. Like we have a great opportunity and you are doing it uh, like amazingly. So I appreciate Thank it. You. I'm inspired. Yeah, very good. I appreciate okay. you guys. Yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. And it, we we are, you know, we're to, we've been given a lot. And, and some more than others, it doesn't matter. It, it's, it's what we're able to give back, right? Yeah, absolutely. Wasim. Yeah, well said. Okay, as, as we kind of wrap up here, you, you said it kind of off the top, and I want to make sure we close with it as well, uh, your, your candidacy and what you're running for at the moment as that's coming up uh, next month. So uh, give us kind of the high-level view of what that looks like and how we can uh, support you. Sure. So I, I'd be honored to to to, uh, to get that support. I'm running for uh, director at large with the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board. The uh, voting starts uh, online on May the 10th, and uh, you know I'm encouraging all my uh, all my friends to share different messages that I'm going to be putting out there. You know, reaching out to other colleagues to uh, to vote for uh, for me on uh, on May 10th. Fantastic. And uh, how can people get a hold of you, Wasim? What's um, the best they way? Can, so the, the best way is probably through email or text. Um, and then I could share, would you like me to share the information or you? Up, up to you. If, hey, that's if people need to get a hold of you, we need to know how to get a hold of you. <laughs> sure, no problem. So, so my, uh, my number 416-899-5566 or on my email Wasim at wasimjera.com. There you have it, my friends. Or, or go to Wasim's, go to Wasim's website. He's got an amazing website that really caps exactly who you are and who you represent you know so it's an amazing website so you can go there too 
fantastic. And and uh, kudos from Dina uh, to you, Wasima. You can see that on screen there. Uh, I, as I said off the top, it's a pleasure to to call you a friend and and to be in business with you. And and uh, you are raising the bar of the industry. So continued with that success and uh, continued throughout uh, 2021 on your great success. Thanks for joining us uh, today, Wasim. Thank you very much for having me. It was great Thank talking you. to you guys. Okay. Very great. Well, that we, was what, a great, what a great person to support us, eh? Like, he is out there representing us. Like, that's amazing. He well, does that's so just much. It. And, and, you know, we, we kind of get tunneled vision sometimes, or a lot of the times, right? And, and it's so important to look outside of that, that tunnel or, or the, 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 the curbs, if you will, and, and see how you can support not only your industry, but most importantly, the community, right? And so often, I mean, I know we all see those emails that come through that are either on, on Facebook or they are in our emails that say, you know, support was seen, for instance, you know, he's running. And I, I know people are just flying by them because it doesn't say, you know, free. But you really got to look at that because what he is providing us is so, so important. So I love it. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Okay, so uh, we're not going to tell Jen this. But you did more you. more show prep than I think we've done all season. <laughs> but we won't tell Jen. <laughs> we won't tell. I showed my husband and he's like, when did you write this up? I said, just now. He's like, <laughs> okay. I, I get a text from Melissa uh, last night. Uh, don't worry. I haven't forgotten about you. I'm just ty I'm typing up my thoughts. And not more than like a minute later, these are her thoughts. So I, I don't know if I pity your husband or what. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. So yeah. um, let's, let's roll into some of these. I kind of got them broken down and uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll just have some fun with this. Okay. Sounds good. I did. I There you go. Okay, sorry. You were just saying as as the video rudely interrupted us. I was gonna say I gave you all those thoughts, but I said I'm up for a game of never ever have I. I'm up for that too. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I should go get some scotch or something, and then we'll really play it. <laughs> Very yeah. good. Very good. So this first segment, I'm just simply calling coffee talk. And then we'll get into your database and chattels and things like that. But, um, and I know Melissa was, um, you were, you were on episode one, two or three, I can't recall, but right at the very beginning of it, of, of us launching, uh, this, this Facebook live and, uh, people got to know a little bit about you then, but give us, give us that 32nd reminder who oh. Melissa Taylor is. Uh, I am, I guess I, I, I don't guess I am. I'm a mother of a blended family, kids all over. Um, I'm a lover of life and a believer in people. And I don't know, I find myself a connector. I just yeah. love to make connections, whether it's between other people who need each other or myself and just to do good and make a difference. It's just, it's just fun and have fun. Please Lord have fun. Yeah. I like it. I, I mentioned to my wife that you were guest hosting today. She goes, Oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. And she's never <laughs> met you. <laughs> she just no, knows, she she just knows you from videos and all sorts of things. How cool is that? <laughs> Imagine the fun we could have. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's good. It's good. So you, 
Over really in a sense over the last three or four months, maybe a little bit longer, uh, you've launched yourself a team. And, and with that, you were getting a tremendous amount of, of, um, of momentum, obviously, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what you're seeing in the marketplace at this moment. You know, we've gone from, as, as we can all attest, we've gone from, oh my gosh, my listing is getting 15, 20 offers, not showings, offers to, wow, it's, it's, it's not like that anymore. So what are you seeing in the market right now, Melissa? It is, it is, you know, everybody wants to talk about what the heck is happening in the market, not just people on the street and your clients, but other realtors. I mean, you know, in the back door, they were all talking like anybody have any idea what's happening? <laughs> anybody, <laughs> because there's really little rhyme or reason. And it just it, it takes like, what I'm seeing, honestly, just from the talk is sort of West and Toronto. We're seeing prices are still hanging in there, but we're not getting the showings uh, happening. East is on fire still. Uh, you know, Peterborough, Curtis, all those areas, those those places for the most. But I'll tell you, every every single area, because we do have listings like all over the place, they it, it is so neighborhood specific. This is what I'm finding more than not. You know, before you could really you could even, you know, have a glass of wine while you were looking at your comps. You can't do that anymore. You have to really focus and know, OK, but that was that street that is, you know, 30 minutes or 20 minutes away, it's not the same. It And we have to do more CMAs. Like I find when I have the conversation, I'm at the listing appointment, and then again, you know, right before we list, when we're getting prepped, and then on list day. It is a lot more work. And I'll tell you, that commercial, <laughs> I just got to have a, a, a Mel's beef here, because that commercial that's on TV that says, oh, I'm making, what, what do they say? I'm, I'm making just as much, but I have to do less. You know, but let's not talk about that. It's so frustrating because you really do need a realtor more than ever now, I think. It's very, very difficult. And we're all reaching out and touching. Well, maybe not touching, but we're reaching out to each <laughs> other in order to get other agents' feedbacks. You know, and agents are our friends because it's, that's what I'm seeing anyway. Yeah. I've, I've, the And I think people underestimate the value of picking up the phone, texting, whatever it is with, with your fellow agents at other brokerages, right? Like yes. it's not us against them or me against you. It's, it's us together. And how do we, as Wasim was saying earlier, how do we raise that bar? Right. And, and I think, you know, that was one of the things that I always enjoyed doing was not only are you, are we in negotiations when we're providing offers or receiving offers, more importantly, if any, if you've ever followed um, Never Split the Difference uh, book, it's all about relationship building, right? Create that relationship. So in times like this, you can just pick up the phone from Melissa at 123 Realty and say, what, like, what are you seeing? That home you got, you sold last week and what, tell me, tell me more about it. And, and, and it's so important that you share that information because it's going to come back and forth, right? A hundred percent. You know, there were so many TSN turning points in my career thus far. And one of them was when I changed because I used to always, I was the one looking at Facebook, look at what that agent is doing. Now they're, you know, that successful. And they were all my enemies and they were, I, they were my competition. When I changed my mindset and don't even ask me how that happened, but when that happened, it became such an easier life and such a more fulfilling yeah. life. And 
<laughs> and yeah, really the fulfilling. <laughs> this is the beauty of Facebook Live. Can you Another say hi surprise guest. Hi. Okay. Hi. I'll see you. <laughs> okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Time is for that one, everybody. Um, yes, yeah, there it is. Yay. <laughs> But um, honestly, when you talk to those people, you you want to call someone and ask them about a showing or a listing. We're seeing that a lot more. Take one extra minute and say, hey, okay, thanks. That's great. Can you tell me how was, you know, ask them about what's been happening in their area. They want to share and they want to ask you things too, but make that connection 100%. Yeah, make that connection. And it's all about creating relationships and and uh, and helping each other, right? It, it That truly is what it is. I know, I know it within our brokerage, like, the the one of the whatsapp uh groups that we're on like it it lights up with hey i'm doing this or we're doing this or what the heck happened here like like it just lights right up yeah. with uh people supporting each other and i i just love it right yeah, i just love it, really it. Is okay cool so let's get into a couple of things here um okay let's before before we flip over to the next official topic how, mm -hmm. what are some great ways that agents, especially in this kind of COVID time can, I guess the word is deepen relationships, create relationships uh, with other realtors. Like what are you doing these days as opposed, as opposed from, Hey, let's go for a coffee. Like how, how are you creating those relationships? You know, connecting, I treat them very the same as my database of clients. In fact, I just had an agent from Sudbury. She finally went into my Facebook and she's like, Melissa, you know, I sent you an email to check up on you. What are you doing? And I'm like, ah, you're right. So you create those, those connections. I'm phoning them. I'm Facebook messaging. Hey, what kind of week did you have this week? Literally nothing. I'm, I'm not, I'm certainly not like professional when I talk about it. I'm just authentically wanting to say, Hey, how are you doing? What have you found? How has it been out your way? But you treat them literally like uh, uh, one of your clients on your database because, and it's easy to forget. You know, I remember when I was going to send out all my emails and I was like, Oh, let's take the realtors off. And then I said, wait a minute, why am I even saying that? No, leave them on. I want to stay connected to these guys too. But that's not good enough. You got to make that personal, even if it's a Facebook, you know, private message or whatever. But we're all in the same boat, like everybody is. So yeah, that's yeah. I, I like it. People often, they will make the choice not to connect or market uh, to other realtors. And I think, you know, it's so important to do that because you are deepening those relationships. Hey, they'll choose whether or not they want to talk to you. Let them make, don't say, remember, don't say they're no for them. Yes. Right? Oh boy. That's, I see that happen a lot yeah. lately. People making those decisions. They don't want to bother anybody. No, yeah. No, but I mean, now you got to give them, give them value to say yes. Right. It kind of goes both ways, but and, uh, that's, that's important because, and what are you doing? Like you're creating, you're creating relationships, which is perhaps as you mentioned earlier, when Wasim was on the call with the, with, was it Sudbury or North Bay? I'm sorry. I forget where you mentioned North Bay, the agent. Yeah. That was pretty yeah, funny. He's like, Oh yeah. I went out with yeah. that's amazing but you're creating like, like true referral partners that you can trust right i yeah it that has been that has been an amazing thing i wish i twigged into that earlier in my career i always you know sort of had the blinders on and i'm like oh 
and everyone always asks you, what's your area? Oh, well, kind of everywhere, but I typically do, you know, from Leslie to this street or whatever, what, what city or town, but what a small mindset. It's yeah. like, I can, I have connections everywhere. And you, you just say you have connections everywhere and then you find the connection, <laughs> right? And it is an interview process. I mean, we don't just take any, any agent that's available. You interview them, but the connections that are made are, are phenomenal. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So let's go into uh, our first official topic here. So we'll run a little video and we'll get into the database. Got it. Okay. I like this. That one. was the whole video. Yeah. That's that was, the whole video. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Who's in our production department? There's gotta be something better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. I like this topic you sent me and I kind of tweaked it a little bit. COVID database. Well, okay. What that means is how do we, a, uh, it's easy to stay connected through email. Let's, let's throw that one out the window. Yeah. Um, now we could get into the details of what's the content of those emails, right? But how, how are we, what are some great ways agents can can really stay connected with their database during, you know, during, over the last year or so and, and, and going forward. So what do you, what are the, what are some of the things that you're doing right now to stay connected? Well, always, whenever I always, when we're stuck and we can't do the typical things that we, that we usually label under have tos, mm -hmm. right. Which is, you know, we're told we have to door knock or we have to cold call or we have to reach out that way. And we also have a pandemic going on. So maybe for us, what we do is we focus on empowering and educating. So empowering, educating, and supporting the community wherever that needs to happen. So what, if you create, it's so easy to create like a Facebook event, uh, you know, and people have told me in the past, you know, oh, everyone's getting Zoom, Zoom hangovers or whatever. And I'm like, well, that, we can't we can't fight that there's some things we just can't change but if you make it engaging enough where it has a um something that they're going to learn or or if you create an environment where it's a place where everyone can contribute to someone else there's a lot of people out there who just are lonely and want to connect whatever way they can so making those events is a really good idea um hosting webinars doing contests um, with them, you know, it's almost your Facebook and I know Kirby and everyone talks about this, but your Facebook people become another database if you don't have them already combined. So using, using those things, you know, um, if I'm talking to someone on the phone and, and they mention something and I know a great book about that topic, then I just hop on Amazon and I ship it to them and, you know, just keeping those connections alive from, and Wasim said it perfectly. We got to remember we're people too. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's, that's the biggest thing. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Like, and you do something really cool too. Uh, you took, um, you know, investment workshops to the next level. I like to think, and, and, <laughs> and you and your team, you know, that's one way that you're providing value and it's opening up new doors and introducing you to new people. Share with us what you're doing there. Yeah. So with, with the webinars, I mean, I was lucky enough to have Rob Downs live Oriana Wealth kind of approach me about it, but he runs these and he has it advertised. He, he pays for all of that, which is great because it's about five G's a week. And he does that. And then we together, um, 
kind of go through the the webinar and then we do zoom calls we usually end up i'll give you an example we had 750 registrants for it uh one webinar we had 200 attend and we had 72 zoom appointments to do after that now out of those 72 zoom appointments probably we got about 20 15 to 20 of active people that we were able to put on our board that were pre-approved they understood the program they you know had the equity and then we then i signed them to the agents right so we had that going and it was but what an amazing thing and time and time again we get this question asked all the time first of all what do you charge for this <laughs> so clearly we're like well, we, we don't charge for this because we want to give we want to share our you know our mistakes and help you we do get paid on the transaction should you move forward but we don't charge for this um but the fact that togetherness i'm telling you i cannot say enough connect with someone in the industry because the second thing that they love is you're working together like you guys know what each other's doing i only have to come here and and you guys will help us and that has been like a really you know, good, good light bulb that went off is that people really trust and, you know, want to have that concierge service. We talk about concierge service as realtors and what we're doing with our clients, but take that concierge service one step further to how you can reach out and educate and empower people. And all you have to do is think about that and the deals will come. Like if you just focus on what can I add to these people's lives? What can I add? So. Yeah, I, I love it. There's a few things that you said in there that I'd love to piggyback on is, uh, yeah. And as you know, that I think how we met was through the investment workshops <laughs> that I was hosting way back when. And I, it's interesting on some workshops, I wouldn't charge and but for the majority of them, I would, I would charge an entrance fee. And wouldn't you know it, that the moment that I started charging an entrance fee, the the attendees changed meaning who was coming and i got yeah. i went from it's really interesting melissa i went from tire kickers to action takers yes but now not every event is going to be like that right like some events are value 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 because i get paid at a later date or whatever right but some events uh from from an ongoing perspective it really changed on on who was showing up the other cool thing i wanted to touch on that is so overlooked and and you dove into this a little bit is i have a database you have a database the other service provider has a database and instead of staying in your little silo let's combine them right i am telling you he sh that 750 that registered he shared all 750 with my database they go on to our mailer i got him yeah. to write an article for our newsletter now so that goes out to both of our databases from my my monkey guy or whatever that thing's called yeah i don't do my that so much part, but <laughs> <laughs> i think you mean mailchimp but whatever i don't yeah, know I i'm just guessing <laughs> My monkey guy. Okay, well, I'll, I'll put that in the notes. My monkey guy. Make sure that, make sure everyone signs up for that. Yeah. Well, it's it's so important because you know we work so hard on building our database, building our database. But go. It doesn't have to be a mortgage broker. It could be a stager. It could be a renovator. It could be you name it. A, a financial advisor. We don't care. Uh, but go leverage each other's databases and provide value, just as you're doing with with Rob. Like I think it's fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah, it really is. And what a great, and I never even thought of that, like stage, look out, now I got to go find all those other people because I never thought of them. Yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> See ya. Well, think about who it could be. It could be like anyone from like your your local plumber to your hardware store to your interior design. Yeah, yep. like and and borrow each other's um databases because listen, if I'm coming, if I'm if I'm the plumber, for instance, and I have a database of this. And I, I tell my database, you need to listen to Melissa and we're going to host a thing, a workshop together. They already know, like, and trust me, just like your clients do. And they're going to say, yeah. oh, well, if he's recommending Melissa and he's recommending this workshop, I should go to this workshop. Yeah, it is. Right? I tell you. I, I am like, right now you've just really screwed up my day because you are, and my admin team is going to be, if they're watching, they're going to be, oh no, because <laughs> I'm loving this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great, great, great idea. I'm already planning the workshops because nice. it is, it's invaluable and nobody's doing it. And it's, it's funny. It's, it actually terrifies me sometimes when people will just take, because they trust you. It's what, whoever you have, like, yes, I'll use your lawyer. I'll use your this or use, you know, they, it happens. It's like, it's like, you know, like attracts like. And if yeah. you each have that respect from your clients, it can be an amazing thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and in fact, now you're, you're getting my mind wired. One of the best um, guests that we'd have come talk was, was a great lawyer. And, and cause people don't, they don't think about buying and, selling homes the way you and I think about buying and selling homes and what can go wrong and everything, everything else. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So I don't know if this is good or bad, Melissa, but you might be able to see the comment on the screen there from Debbie. I can't. No, oh, you can't see it. Oh, oh. <laughs> Debbie, yeah. Debbie, I got you. Start I don't know what I just signed that, you up for, but I got you. Debbie, Debbie is on Melissa's team there, uh, and supporting her business. So good on you. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Very good. Oh, okay. Good. That's good. So think, I, I think the message from here, uh, Melissa is, you know, think creatively about your database and what you're, what you're providing them or how, how much value or what the value is, I should say, and, and align yourself with like-minded people that can bring the same level of value or more like combine those efforts where this is not an industry yeah. where we need to be in, you know, work alone. Right. hundred percent. You know, it's one of those, if I had only known the other thing we're, we're doing some coffee talks with women and we're naming it, if I had only known, but just listening to you, it's like, if I had only known that earlier in my career. So anyone who was out there starting, if you start now doing these, these types of things, oh, you're just going to propel. I like it. I like it. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. We're going to talk about chattels in just a second here. Okay. Chattels. Chattels versus fixtures. So you, you told me an interesting story that happened, uh, happened within your organization over the last uh, week or so. And it's, first of all, I think, I think it's incredibly interesting always that we are so fast, human nature, forget realtors, just human nature. Um, mm -hmm. Here, Melissa, I need you to sign this. I need you to sign this document. Sure, I'll sign it. Oh, what was that? Yes. Like, we, we, the, yeah. How it's not often, and we need to be taking the time to actually stop for a moment, 
read whatever document, and in this case, it was an amendment in a story you're about to tell us, um, and then find out exactly what it really means. Yes. We're just so yep. fast to get things done, right? And and share with us, if you can, you know, without divulging too much details, but, but the synopsis sure. of the story uh, that you shared with me is incredible. Yeah. So, so the story, and I guess the, I'm going to tell you the moral of the story is kind of following the same theme that we're talking about, which is re, even if you're a single agent, reach out. If you think if, if your spidey sense is tingling, reach out to Christine, you know, broker record hotline. If you can't get somebody, just go on Facebook, like on our private group. This is what happened. So uh, one of my agents, amazing agent. So she's the buyer agent, uh, gets everything done. It's a rental hot water tank. Everybody's happy we assume that it's deals done firms up it was a firm offer seller agent says oh a few days later sorry about that just a quick quick boo-boo it is just the boiler it's not the hot water tank they're the same price so i just need you to initial the amendment like just sign the amendment so i, I sent it to you if you can just get that done for me asap anything that comes with asap i always tell my agents if it says asap time to slow down that's yeah. when you really want to slow down yeah. it's as so, slow as possible <laughs> Yes, that's right. That's right. So, uh, so anyway, they she did not sign it. She called me immediately, and then I even said, you know what? Call uh, Christine on this one, because but don't sign the amendment. Whatever you do, call Christine. This is what I think, but we want to make sure. So she did. Nope, don't sign the amendment. She ended up talking to the lawyer. Long story short, it was actually, it was not a hot water tank. It was not equivalent and it was not the same price. It was a boiler system, an entire system that had been financed against the property. It was registered against title and it was in arrears for $10,000 and had an additional balance of $26,000 plus taxes and such. And uh, the lawyer who was acting for the buyer said to my agent said like, amazing, like you had this clause. If you did not have this clause, this would have been a huge issue, but you didn't. And then after the deal was done, I mean, she did end up kind of uh, stiffening the end to help her buyer get through. It was almost all covered. Um, the seller agent was nowhere to be found, nowhere to be found. And um, the lawyer was amazed and said, you know, give me some of your cards because we live and work in the same town and I want to be working with someone like you who pays the attention and has the care for their clients. And then she ended up getting two more referrals from other family members in that family. But That's amazing. all of that is all of that is gravy and great, but having been someone who has had a RICO complaint, been sued and so on and so forth, taking that time. And, and I, it, I shudder most times when I get an offer from someone who doesn't really know what they're doing, because I'm like, man, you can see all the holes and the exposures everywhere. Well, this, she saved herself from a big one. So if you doubt it, don't fill it out. Don't sign it. Yeah. It went in doubt. Yeah. Call, call for help. Um, and it, that's never in your life. Should you ever be embarrassed when you need to call and ask for clarification on, on a legal document <laughs> and, and, yeah. uh, because what, what it does as, as you know, the theme I think of today's show is raising the bar of the industry. Uh, what it does is raise the bar of those around us as well. Right. And, and having open dialogue like this. So, you know, We've all we've all heard them before where, you know, furnaces are perhaps on a rent to own basis, this boiler system, water tanks, all that kind of stuff. 
um, you need to ask those questions. And, and if it comes back, like it, that could have cost your buyer clients $26,000. And yeah. who, just where they're going to point the finger to, <laughs> right? At the end of the day, right? I'll tell you, we even went one step further with referrals because we do a lot of referrals now. Mm -hmm. And I had one client, it took one client to call me and say, oh, it's not you. It's not the same, you know, and I didn't like that feeling. I knew it was a good agent, but they just weren't getting the same thing. So she, she actually inspired us to create this. So now whenever we refer clients out, they have a Melissa Taylor team, you know, we're with you in spirit and they have a list of questions to ensure that they get the answers to. So that they're armed, and again, it's about empowering and educating, right? So that they have that. So they're not relying solely on that other agent, you know, to, to give them the answers or to ask the right questions. They have their the questions themselves. So that's been a huge, huge thing too. Yeah, that, that's really, that's really great. That's really great. Yeah, you, you, you do, because it's interesting, right? We're getting off topic a little bit, but this is important. Uh, when you're interviewing, agents or other professionals sometimes you don't know what to ask you just kind of default to what you think you're supposed to ask right and, and the one question i always love to ask is is there anything melissa is there anything here today that you wish i had asked or i should have asked you're i right? love that because you'll be you'll be like yeah well we've a lot of our sellers go through this or a lot of our buyers go through this and and it's important to know that and and i think that's an important piece to add to any dialogue is what should i have asked that i didn't ask right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i am re-watching this because that is really good tip <laughs> everybody write down what gary just said because that is and it shows that you're you're listening you're not you're not done with what you had to say and you're moving on yeah. right then it becomes a dialogue I exactly. love that. Yeah, cool. God, okay, circling so back to today. chattels and fixtures. <laughs> let's let's get back on topic here. Well, otherwise okay. we'll go way off topic, but that's okay. Um, when you're the buying agent, do you just assume stuff is is included, or do you put it on the offer? If you want something on the offer, like I I know I know the answer, but I want to make sure that you know for oh. those that perhaps oh. aren't as experienced, um, you know, start following the right thing or the do the right thing. So what what do you guys typically do? Dilution. Oh, you're like asking the viewership. No, I'm, I'm like, asking, sorry, I'm he, asking you. <laughs> I'm like, does he see another person here? <laughs> okay. Oh, you you're do? talking to me. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know what? I have been in so many is the mirror. And I think I said it in there is the mirror. The mirror is affixed to the wall. So it could be I, you know what? Stop worrying about what that definition is so much legally, because when that definition legally comes into play, we are already in front of a lawyer. So I want to avoid that at all costs. So I will list what it is that they, now I'm not going through every mirror, so on and so forth, but if there is something, if I'm on the list side and they're like, oh, I really want that, or I really want that, usually I get them to change it out beforehand. But if I'm on the buy side, yes, I will list. And I'm, and I'm that horrible agent actually, because I'm always, you want it, let's throw it in. Let's see what they say. I always find it helps in negotiating later to maybe get to where the buyer wants, but do it that way. So no, I list, I list. Yeah. Listen, and you, you, you actually made a really great point there from the seller's perspective, perspective, if I could say it, uh, if it's a, you know, an heirloom chandelier and it's, you don't want that gone in the home uh the sale of the home remove it today 
we'll, we'll go It'll buy a hundred dollar cheapo at Home Depot, whatever, and put it in there. Like remove those items, you know, right out of sight, out of mind. And then it won't, you won't lose it in, in the sale of the home. The other neat thing too yeah. is, is, and I've, I've not been great at this over the years. Some of my agents have been really, really great at this. And I think it's such an important element, especially when you get into the higher end, um, appliances and so forth is a, you know, take pictures of it when you can, uh, with permission, obviously, but write down the cereal. If it's a four or $5,000 fridge and you want that fridge to make sure it's there on closing, write down the cereal number and include it in the uh, purchase and sale agreement. Um, and, and there's ways to word it appropriately. So if it's, if it's not there, that one of its like will, will be there all those little things, right? That is like best practices. And I'd be lying if I said I did that, <laughs> but I usually cross my fingers and say, okay, as seen on the day, but taking the pictures I definitely have done, although I don't know how, I think the best way is exactly what you said. And I know that, that we're taught that, but you know, sometimes I'm a rebel and I don't write it down, but that might be, that might be a challenge one day too. I mean, the strangest things have challenged you. You literally, when you think that it won't matter, it will matter. When they don't want it included, it will be the first thing included. You know, so if you're having that thought that, gee, I remember Gary said I should write down, just write it down just because write. I'm guaranteeing you it's going to come up in this deal. Yeah. Okay. I got to throw you up on the spot because I'm trying to think of a scenario. Strangest or most interesting thing ever included in a home purchase. Can you think of anything comes off the top of your head? Uh, it was dogs remains buried by a tree and they had to agree not to move the dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad I asked that question. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Interesting. I don't know whether they did or not. Um, yeah. How do you enforce that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you just, you just say yes. Yeah, there's a lot of gargoyles lost a deal, almost lost a deal. The deal fell apart for a different reason, but it was like almost lawyers were involved over the gargoyles on the garage. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, like, are you selling um, in medieval like England or what are you like? Where are you selling? <laughs> this was in St. Mary's. This was in St. Okay. Mary's. It was like an older house and it, and it had these gargoyles. That's yeah, it's true. Where am I selling? Sounds like I'm way the heck out. Um, just strange things like that. Definitely the biggest thing. And I think we all have gone through this and we just went through this actually was, you know, I don't, I know that price is a hundred thousand or 200,000 more, but I don't like that person. I don't want to sell it to that person. And so I want to sell it to this person for $200,000 less. And I'm like, there are like, emotion and it is never about that it's always about their emotions you know and it's not about the gargoyles again it's about their emotions and it's not about the dog ashes it's about their emotions, right it just really is if you understand that you can dig dig a little deeper usually you can you can smooth that out before it gets to that point yeah. but it does take like you got to be a psychologist sometimes you know oh absolutely <laughs> the first home i ever sold and i was not like so let me rephrase that as a homeowner, the first home that, that we sold, uh, we were probably still in our mid twenties and the agents at the time, Marcel Gary, shout out to Marcel. He's, he's one of the Aurora top agents. Uh, he was our agent years and years and years ago. Uh, he included 
to um, in the purchase because he worked both sides of it. And uh, actually, it was a great experience and, and so forth. But he included the barbecue that I had won at a golf tournament. Are you <laughs> And I'm like, in my, there's no way they're taking my barbecue. And, and Michelle, my wife, she's like, you're an idiot. I'll get you a new barbecue. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad I had her in my life then. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. Because right? you would have, right? You were very emotional. You won that damn I barbecue. That and I, I will admit, 20 some odd years later, it was not won by skill. <laughs> it was basically a random draw. So if you think I'm good at golf, no, there's many out there. Brian Samets, Wayne Clements, Michael Topper that would say otherwise. I am not great at golf. <laughs> and you're so funny because if you won it today, you would give it away. Like that's who you are, right? It's a stupid barbecue, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, funny, funny. Very good. Very good. Well, we've done, we've done, we've done great today melissa thank you for co-hosting with okay. me it was kind of like a, almost a last minute but not so last minute that you couldn't put together all these show notes yes. like this like double sided two pages crazy we you won't tell Jen. yeah <laughs> very good that was very fun. good so um for those that want to get in touch with you how does that happen oh they can uh go on my facebook melissa taylor team they can uh, 905-960-3779 is myself. Call the office. They love to page me when I've done stuff wrong. <laughs> any, any other... <laughs> applause, everybody. <laughs> yes, applause, applause. They definitely know how to get a hold of me. <laughs> That's amazing. That's right. amazing. So do reach out to Melissa. And uh, that is another show of KWRC TV. So for the, I'll say... I was about to say vacationing Jen Silbernagel, but she is not vacationing. She had other prior arrangements today. Uh, that's Melissa Taylor. I'm Gary McGowan, and you watched another episode of KWRC-TV. We'll see everybody uh, next week. Bye for now. Thanks, guys. <laughs>